Hi everyone, and welcome to Our Story Plugged In. My name is Liza Kotler. This episode, Kelly King has a conversation with Maggie and Jean Riley about friendship between a mother and daughter, higher education's impact on one's personal growth, and the ways Fordham has changed. Kelly King, an R Story team member, and today I am interviewing Maggie Riley and Mrs. Riley, a mother-daughter duo who both went to Fordham. If you guys want to introduce yourselves, where are you from, like Fordham class year and major, that would be cool. Yeah, my name's Jean Riley, but in Fordham, I was McNally. That was my maiden name. And I'm Fordham College, class of 1987. My major was philosophy, and my minor was communications. So I'm Maggie. I'm class of 2022. So I'm a political science major and English minor. We're from Long Island, currently recording from there. Awesome. Okay, so my next question is, what is your favorite Fordham memory with one another are there like special spots that like you both go to like one another when you visit favorite photo memory yeah that's a tough one i think i have mine from like it's a memory of the both of us so um so my cousin also went to fordham and he was on the baseball team and so i remember going to campus every so often just to see his games or or for whatever else for whatever reason we were there and I was so young that I only really remember leaving the game and you guys bringing me to Pugsley's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this place? <laughs> I was like, why are the spices in Gatorade bottles? What is this couch in here? I was so confused. And but you were like, oh, come on, just eat it. It's so good. Like, this is the place that I would go to all the time when I was in school. They opened up right when I got there, like, etc. And so that's probably my favorite memory, just because I remember being like, where are we? Why are we in an alleyway? <laughs> but it was so good. Yeah, and now we go either there, like we go to Full Moon a lot. We go to Egidio's pastry shop for the cannolis whenever yeah. we're there together. That's that's always that's always the given. It's like, okay, I'm here, we're visiting. I'm like, I have to, we have to go to Egidio's before, even if we go to, you know, either Full Moon or what's the, what is Oh, it? Zero to Nova is yeah. my favorite place. Yeah. Oh, I love their squash pizza from Zero to I get the butternut squash pasta. Yes. It's that's so what good. I, I was told I had to try the pizza too, though. See, now that wasn't there when I went to school there, so. Okay. In Fordham, what communities have you both been a part of? Or, like, have you known anyone who was there both, like, when Mrs. Riley was there and you were there? As in, like, a professor or... Yeah, like a professor or a Jesuit. Well, now most of the Jesuits that, you know, that I took classes with and even a history teacher that I had, they've passed. The most recent, obviously, was Father O'Hare, who was the president when I was there. And he passed recently, so... But we do know somebody that went to school with my mom and has now since become a professor oh well yes that's true but you don't have you never had him in class but she knows that i do know him yeah ignacio fernandez he's a professor at lincoln center and he and i went to fordham together and now he's a professor so so what communities were you part of i wasn't i didn't do anything the same that you're doing i was on the softball team and i was an ra and I I was on the, the ambulance crew. I did that for a little while. Yes. 
Yeah, but that's not what they called it then. <laughs> and what else? I was in student government for a little while. I was the treasurer of my class. Ooh. Uh, what else? Oh, I was, I guess my senior year, um, they had an RD position open up. And I wound up getting appointed as first ever undergraduate RD. So I was responsible for like three dorms and seven RAs under me as a senior. Wow, that's awesome. What dorms were you responsible for? One, which is no longer there. There were the villages. That's when they had literally trailers that they had in the parking lot. And Spelman, which is now the Jesuit residence. And O'Hare, which was called, was that O'Hare that was, what's the dorm? It might be, it was called Sesquicentennial, Centennial, but I don't know if that's. I think that's the same one. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I don't do really any of that. I'm <laughs> sort of in USG in like subcommittees and stuff like Dean's Council and stuff like that. Well, you're in a Republican um, group, right? Yeah. And Republicans. And the dance team and like a lot of the campus ministry stuff as you know kelly we we're in like clc together being on like the liturgy board things like that mm-hmm. retreats yeah so yeah. and you're a lector and yeah that's liturgy and eucharistic ministry yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it we, we, we both were very involved but just in different things yeah <laughs> was it spellman and all girls dorm before yes. And you lived there for the whole time, right? No, I lived there for three out of five, uh, oh. three out of four years. Yeah. So, because I, I lived there my freshman year, and then I was in New Hall, which I don't know what they call it now. The one with the what's the one by that entrance by the <laughs> by the infirmary? That that's O'Hare. No, no, no. That's I guess they moved the infirmary. There's an like the health center. Yeah, yeah, that's O'Hare. No, that's not. It's an infirmary. No. <laughs> okay. Whatever. It's the one with the lofts, with the spiral staircase on the that's, lofts. That's Finley. Finley. Okay. So I was in Finley, which used to be called New Hall. I was in there for my sophomore year. Okay. And then my junior year, I was an RA. So I was back in Spelman on the second floor. And then my senior year, I was an RA again in Spelman on the third floor. And then my second half of my senior year, I became the RD. Then I got the really cool two-room apartment on the first floor. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Perks, you know. College dorms. They're, like, the worst, but, like, also the best. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I know that, like, when a parent goes to a school, maybe sometimes, like, you would think, um, guaranteed to go to Fordham. Was that the case? Or, like, what was your decision process to, like, go to Fordham, Maggie? So I actually wasn't going to apply. My mom made me apply. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. Yeah. So it was an interesting decision process because I applied to a bunch of different schools. It's not that I like adamantly didn't want to go to Fordham. It's just that I did not see myself going there. Well, she didn't. She kept saying, I don't want to be in the city. I don't want to be in the Bronx and that that kind of thing. And then that was Thomas. No, you said the same thing. Yes. (laughs) And then. And then I was like, wait a minute, we're looking at all these schools that are smack dab in the middle of cities, like Georgetown and Johns Hopkins. And I didn't even apply there. I didn't apply to either of those schools. I know, but I said, you're not looking at all of the places that I applied at, that I applied to mostly were in the middle of nowhere. Yes. And it ended up that way. And then it was like boredom. And so I ended up 
literally not getting into any of the schools that I wanted to go to. So I panic applied to Binghamton last minute. And then so it was between Fordham and Binghamton. Because when I got the email that I got into Fordham, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I know I can go to college. But then I was still waiting for all the places that I wanted to go. So I was like, I can't go to Binghamton. Like, I can't be upstate. It just doesn't sound fun. So I decided on Fordham. And then it ended up, that's just the way that ended up. But it was not planned. And then what happened? <laughs> what do you mean what happened? Are you unbelievably happy? I am unbelievably happy. <laughs> Crazy how God's plan works for us. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, I made both my son and my daughter apply to Fordham. And it wasn't like I was, you know, pushing it down their throat or anything Yeah, it was else. just that we had to apply. I said, you just have to apply. Because you do. And so they're like, all right, mom. <laughs> and look how it worked out because Maggie's, you know, very involved and very happy and doing very well. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very glad that she is there. Thanks. Did you have feeling that you wanted your kids to have the same experience or were like you hoping that they'd go or like, what was that like? I mean, of course I would love to have had, you know, one of my kids go to Fordham because I went there and my father went there. Ooh. And your siblings. Well, my yeah, my one, my one brother all graduated us. from Fordham College, and my oldest brother went to Fordham College. And then my next brother, also older than me, he graduated from Fordham Law School. And then I went to Fordham. And so then you wanted me to go. Yes. And then my sister went for a little while, but then she left. She and didn't graduate from now. Your mom went for a little. My mom did. But it was different for women back then. I know. But still, she yeah. went for a little. So, yeah. So... It's a big family tradition. So you were happy with it. I was very happy when you decided to go there. She did spend a little time going into Manhattan in her senior year of high school and started realizing how much there was to do, how easy it was to get to, and that you're in this cultural center mm-hmm. of certainly the United States. And when she started doing that in high school, I was like, mm, this is going to be good because she's going to love this. And that's exactly yeah. what happened. So, I mean, her freshman year, you, you went into the city all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, because like other places that I was looking at, like I said, they were in the middle of nowhere. And like a few of them were big sorority schools and stuff like that. <laughs> and I am realizing now, I mean, that's not what I wanted at all. Right. Or like what I would have wanted. I don't, I mean, instead of, you know, spending Saturday out or something, I would just go into the city. And, like, it's just a great thing, like you said, see a show, go to dinner, whatever. So, yeah. So, I think that she realized, too, that that would have been good for me. (laughs) (laughs) What has been, like, a memorable excursion into Manhattan for you? Or, like, a memorable, like, New York experience? Actually, like, for both of you. The first thing that came to my mind was, okay, I have a couple things. They both have to do with artists that I really like. So one night I went into Brooklyn with Shannon and Colette and we went to go see Maggie Rogers because she was at like a record store and we found out that day, like a couple hours before we left, we were like, we have to go see her. But we like none of us pre-ordered the record, and apparently you had to in order for her to sign it. So we wait on this line. It's so long. It is so cold. We're like outside in the middle of literally nowhere, and we get inside, and they were like, "You need to have already have ordered this." But it was still amazing because we got to go into the record store regardless and like see her from a distance, and we were like, "Hi, Maggie!" Like it was so cool. Um, and also a few days before a Lumineers concert, for some reason, I'm like on their email list. I don't remember when I signed up for that, but they were doing a rooftop out here. I don't remember what it's called. And it's also in Brooklyn. 
but it's like overlooking the like the skyline and the water and everything and it started to drizzle a little bit so we bought these tickets super cheap like a couple days before we ended up going it was like me flan shannon and libby and it starts drizzling we're like in this crowd it's so small they did like a preview of their newest like visual album and then they came on stage and we're doing q a it was so like just the coolest thing we're just like dancing around this rooftop they just things that you can't you cannot do anywhere else so so that would be mine yours well i went into city a lot but i used to walk all the way up fordham road to get to the d train and go, go to the city <laughs> gotta get that metro yeah well no I, I don't think i've ever actually been on that metro believe it or not serious? i am serious we always used to take the subways into the city um and i used to go with my girlfriend all the time we would go down and go into like astor place and she would get her hair cut or we would walk around down in in the village and go to Belducci's or go to secondhand stores and just buy funky clothes and you went thrifting mom i did you, you went thrifting i was thrifting. wow <laughs> so, but it was just so much fun it's just just a, such a cultural experience you know so i really enjoyed it for sure definitely yeah. and my roommate that i'm talking about i am still friends with now we just actually went on for a big adventure in spain together so oh my gosh that's so cool betsy mclaughlin oh well, now she's betsy mclaughlin and she's <laughs> betsy Bamel. how has like your fordham connections from when you were in school there like pretty much like lived like are you close with like some people like your roommates or yeah i mean i had um because i was an ra for two years um you know i didn't have a roommate then and she was um betsy was my roommate only freshman year because then sophomore year she moved off campus mm. so we really only were fresh were roommates freshman year but we have you know a lifelong bond and then i have ignacio who's the professor now what we're that i'm friends with and he was in the same dorm which was hughes hall at the time which is now the gabelli school of business so that's why all the building names have changed but they you know just different uses but they're still there. And Chris Farrell, who I also knew basically growing up, we went to, you know, we both are from Staten Island and went to the same college. So we're just, we always get together. We'll go to a giant game. We, we get together, go out to dinner with our spouses. And so it's fun. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, so like college is where a lot of children come into like their personalities and their beliefs. And like one of the things that like stands out in my mind is that father mcshane says on like the first day of college in his welcome address or something your bond with your parents will like forever be changed like once like you move into college so has like your relationship changed and if so how or like maggie have like you grown into yourself more in college or like how have you matured what do you think yeah, I mean, I think so. I think that, I mean, you were very, very active in high school, very involved. And I think that you learned a lot about yourself then, mm -hmm. but you were still very much a homebody. Yeah. And I think the move to college gave you the ability to kind of rely on yourself more and less on me, let's say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. Although I do get the occasional phone call. I call you like all the time. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think in terms of our relationship, we were always so close. 
But I think, I mean, this probably just comes from anybody like growing up that you become more of like best friends. You know what I mean? I remember being in the car when we were younger. Well, when I was, I guess we were both younger. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we like, were listening to the radio and it was one of those like morning talk show things. And they asked the listeners to call in and be like, oh, do you think that your kid should be your friend? Or do you think that you should be like more like the parent? And so I guess it was a debate going on that morning. And like, we didn't call in, but I, I vividly remember you being like, no, you have to be the parent. Like you cannot be like your kid's friend. And so I was like, no, that's fair. That makes sense. And I think that that's why like I am how I am today, like strict and kind of, I don't know how to explain it, but disciplined. disciplined. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that we have become like best friends mm-hmm. since I've gotten older. And I think that happened when I was in college. Yeah. Um, not like, living at home anymore because I had to be more the parent before that yeah and yeah and I think that I don't really know how I've matured I definitely have um yeah and I think I've put myself into a lot of different situations in college that I wouldn't have had in high school where I was learning a lot of different like viewpoints and a lot of different perspectives on life and on all these different things and have like really learned from that and there's even just simple things that make me realize that that's happened where when she was younger, mom, can you call the dentist and make an appointment for me? Mom, can you do this for me? Mom, can you do that for me? Maggie, pick up the phone and make the phone call. You don't have to I can't. Me like I can't. That. Yes, you can. So now you do. Now I do. Yes. So now yeah. she's able to communicate with people on the phone all by herself. No, I think I do so much better. <laughs> Learning to take care of it yourself. Yes. I've been better. All part of your, you know maturing process yeah. <laughs> that's so typical because like my mom and I have the same exact conversations <laughs> oh, you know just pick up the phone you can call <laughs> learning all those like different viewpoints and like, your mind stretching that occurs during college Mrs. Riley like, do you feel like Maggie has told you anything surprising or like out of the ordinary through learning all of these different perspectives hmm. what do you, um, I'm not sure I understand the question has she like told you like anything surprising since starting college or like, obviously like not getting like a nose ring or something but like Maggie have you like learned about a belief and like f- like decided to like follow it or like change your lifestyle and then like you told your mom about it honestly not really like I think that I it was good like I said kind of exposing myself to all these different perspectives but what they did instead of changing my mind about my own beliefs it sort of just strengthened my own but made me realize why I believe the what I do and and kind of just being more understanding and like under like seeing how other people think yeah I think I think that when someone goes into higher education versus someone who let's say you know maybe finishes their education at high school level I think when you get into higher education you are exposed to varying um, ideas and beliefs And certainly you have the opportunity to, like you said, change your mind or change your views and or which, like Maggie said, I think in her case, it didn't change her view, but just cemented that what she has believed, she continues to believe and maybe, you know, more fervently than than she did before. Yeah, I think that I just like, yeah, just being more like educated on the other other side side view, but like also... 
I think it's made me like more moderate in a lot of ways, but like continuing to believe what I believe. Right. Yeah. You talked about like how you guys like were best friends. Do you feel like Fordham contributed to that or like is it just a means of growing up and the evolution from like a parent into a friend? I think that Fordham had something to do with it because of the fact that obviously we're both, you know, part of that Fordham community and that Jesuit education. And I think some things which that are still there from when I was there, like Pete's Cafe, you know, to be like, oh, Maggie, you had to go, you got to go to Pete's, you know, and, and she's like, what? You know, and, I then, love Pete's. and she loves Pete's and I loved Pete's. And it's just so funny that it's still there and that we still go, you know, we'll, we'll go there before, you know, if I come up for homecoming or, you know, something like that. It does, it does just make it stronger that we get to share the things that, you know, I, I experienced 30 years ago and then she's experiencing now. I think it's made it stronger. Yeah. And I think it's nice too, like, cause all the other place that I had applied to also were really far from home. So I think it's nice that I'm close enough to home. Like there, like I drove here the other day. It, was, it took me like a little over an hour. Like it's very close, but at the same time, it doesn't feel that way when I'm there. So it's nice. Cause we have, like you said, that shared bond, but I can also come home whenever and I think that that's helped. Yes. Did you have like the same bond with your father when you went there? Yeah, my my dad was very into academics. He was more than more so than you. I feel like. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, I mean, I think I pushed you through your academics all along, and he did the same to me. Yeah, but he seemed more strict about it. Oh, well, I was self disciplined. I feel like <laughs> you were self disciplined. <laughs> So, I mean, I think quite honestly, if I were to apply to Fordham today with the scores that I had, I wouldn't get in. So that Fordham has significantly raised the bar that the level of student that is there is a a high academic level, which I think is fantastic. So spirit is usually an immortal attribute of educational institutions or groups. So like how has like the spirit or like the Jesuit education stayed or like contributed to that that like similar experience you you both have? I mean I was I was active in a religious, you know, aspect of Fordham when I was there. I mean I went on retreats and I went to mass and I went to mass there were evening masses every day daily masses that were held in the basement huh we still have no we we just went into the basement of the church like it was just it was a basement are they there because they're yeah they're not in the main part of the church okay yeah but i never got involved where i was like never a eucharistic minister or um, i always thought that i would do that sometime but never did Mm -hmm. never happened but it was important to me it was important in my own peace and and help me through my week and my stress and what have you. And I think that, you know, I shared that with Maggie over her growing up. I don't think I ever, you know, was like forcing you to go to church or anything. No. And I think that going to the high school that you went to was a big part of your religious growth. Yeah. You know, no, I agree. So I went to a Franciscan high school. And so that's kind of where I started to lean into my faith and like going to mass and like learning all these things about Catholicism and everything. And so I definitely wanted somewhere where I could bring that into my college experience and even just the Jesuit education as a whole, like the, like what they emphasize as a Jesuit institution is really important. And I think that that's helped both of us 
at least i mean throughout my life so far yeah i mean i know like i applied to all like jesuit schools so the education is just so holistic because even for like a person who's like not spiritual like the like jesuit ideals are still very salient into like the application of one's life which is pretty cool do you guys have the same favorite spots on campus or like how has Fordham's campus changed since you were there, Mrs. Riley? Because apparently like Martyrs wasn't a freshman dorm and like Hughes was a freshman dorm or something. Hughes Hughes was freshman and Martyrs was all upper class, mostly sophomores and juniors. Walsh was only seniors and Spellman was, you know, all girls and only freshmen. There were like no sophomore girls that wanted to be in an old girls dorm their second year. <laughs> and there were other dorms that weren't even, and Queens Court, Queens was, um, I'm trying to remember, I think Queens had freshmen. And then it was probably later, maybe my junior or senior year that, yeah, it was my junior or senior year that it became kind of like the academic dorm. And Loyola was obviously not a dorm. It was actually the Jesuit residence so, Up until right before Kelly and I lived in it. Yeah, right. so mm-hmm. it was it was a Jesuit residence, and Spellman was the dorm, and then they switched it because there just weren't as many Jesuits. They didn't need that large building anymore. So what's your favorite spot? My favorite spot, well, obviously my favorite spot's on, you know, Keating. Keating? Well, on the lawn. Eddie's. Yeah, Eddie's. I, I was actually going to say that, too. I feel like that's such a basic answer. Yeah, I mean, it's because, just... Because, like, it's, it's the best thing when yeah. it's... Like, you first come onto campus and everybody's there because it's so warm. And then by the end of second semester, when everybody starts going out in the spring, that's the best feeling in the world. It's like, hey, you can get to go back on Eddie's, you know, everybody's yeah. back out there and, and it's just socializing. Like a, yeah. You could do work out there. I've been taking classes out there recently because, you know, they're all virtual. So it's a nice place to take class. But I also really like Dwayne, but it's not somewhere that I actually go because once I tried studying in the place where they have like the michelangelo ceiling thing like it's absolutely beautiful the windows are gorgeous and it's a really great place to study and then i got kicked out yeah so there (laughs) i don't know if that's even like you can do that anymore or if i was supposed to be there at all but i really like that building i think it's beautiful that's the old library yeah but now it's like it's kind of small for the library well that was the library it was Dwayne library the other library didn't exist oh my gosh that's so weird that library didn't exist. The building, the dorm behind Martyrs didn't exist. Oh, Solis Conley. Conley yeah. Campbell Solis Conley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then the one Cozy. next to O'Hare. I think the one next to O'Hare may have been Tierney. Sesquicentennial, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I think that was, Tierney was Sesquicentennial. And then O'Hare was built later. So O'Hare didn't O'Hare's exist. newer. Yeah. And like the bookstore was in the campus center, was in McGinley, downstairs. Okay. And then yeah. that, where the post office is now? No, the post office was still there. There's something else. I'm just saying. The commuter? Yeah, that wasn't there. And then, no, the well, upstairs is, that was all there. That All the couches and stuff. Yeah, we don't have those anymore. What's there? Like, it's just an open space. No. <laughs> and post office in the same place. <laughs> the the um, that little gym that, like, with the all the gym. treadmills and stuff. The all gym. that stuff? Yeah. No, well, that used to be a pub. There is still a pub that, that but that wasn't there. Oh, Dagger Johns wasn't there. Right. We yeah. changed a lot, I guess. That's so funny. Because apparently, like, Dwayne is, like, a little Keating in, like, the architecture, which is bizarre. 
makes sense. Yeah. 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 So now for the last question, we're doing like a speed round, which is like Fordham favorites. So favorite restaurant on Arthur Ave. I think like you already said this. Mine is Zero Tenobe. This is a speed round. I know. Sorry. Angelo's. <laughs> Michelangelo's. Yeah, Michelangelo's. Now, favorite Fordham staple or, like, tradition? Well, mine was the primal scream, but they don't do that anymore. Right. I'm thinking the candle lighting ceremony in the beginning. Wait, what what was the primal scream? (laughs) Primal scream was on Thursday nights when you were totally stressed out and you were studying and writing papers and doing whatever you were doing, but... At 10 p.m., you opened up your dorm window and everyone just screamed their head off to, like, release all the stress. And you would just open your window and just yell. And that was Primal Scream. And it was Thursday nights at 10 o'clock. I think we had one of those last year. On Eddie's, right? Like, everybody just, like, got together and, like, screamed. But it it was a one-time thing. I don't know why. It was every Thursday night at 10 o'clock, Primal Scream. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, obviously, you know, you could just be sitting there doing your work and you didn't get involved or whatever, but you could hear it like everybody's opening their windows and yelling. And if you had just had a stressful week, you got to just join in. It's a lot of stress. What about like the best Fordham food? Like, not like meal plans, but like around. Like, like when you're home, exist. what do you cook? I was going to say from? like at Fordham? <laughs> hmm. It's like almost uh, anything on, on Arthur Ramsey. Literally. Could, yeah. Yeah. It really anything. It's obviously Italian food. <laughs> which is all Italian, but something that's not really around, but I get delivered is like Dominican food. There's really, really good Dominican you can get. It's pretty close. So you can get it on like Uber Eats or something. Yeah, it's my favorite. I, I just go with the Italian food. I mean, it's just, there's so many different choices and that you can go. What restaurants for Dominican food do you get? I got Ochiatsu Gusto, but they don't deliver anymore. So I just started like getting from the new place that I don't remember what it was called. But I think that there's also good food, good Dominican at Bronx Night Market whenever it's on Saturdays. Oh my gosh. Okay, do you have any final thoughts? How was doing this interview? It was really fun. I actually learned a lot. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you were a communications liner? Who who knew? Oh yeah, that's right. She looks at me like, you were? I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, no, this was really fun. Thank you, Kelly. Yes, no thank problem. you. It was fun. Maggie said, she's like, oh, you know, they wanted to interview. And she, said, and she thought of us. I'm like, but no it was fun it's it's fun to just think back how you know my dad went there and and it kind of just flowed down from there and i'm really glad that you know maggie ended up there so keep the keep it going Mm -hmm. so like wouldn't you be happy if one of your children went to fordham very Thank you for tuning in to this week's episodes of Our Story Plugged In. Stay tuned for more episodes soon. As always, follow us on Instagram at Social Impact Storytelling for more updates. If you have any questions about the process of Our Story or want to join the team, feel free to email rstory at fordham.edu for more information.